So we are, uh... Really? What is that? Popping balloons, I think. What's your full name, man? Askia Aqua Hansen. Hansen? Yeah. Askia Aqua Hansen. Yeah. Uh, and do you have a uh, do you got an intro ready for him? You know what you're gonna say? Uh, no, I don't know him. No, I'm talking. Oh, about sorry. Oh, no. This is your guy, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, normally I would go to his LinkedIn page, and I'm gonna do that now. Oh wait, but you need uh, internet access to do that. Yeah, well, I use my phone. You could use one of your three phones. Yeah. <laughs> Very important, man. Very important. Yo, a skier, man. You're not connected. Really? Yeah, I just fixed it. Oh, okay. Well, accept me. Please hit my friend request. <laughs> yeah, I started putting that on my resume now. There we go. Where was the African Diaspora Youth Leadership Summit? Where was that? Uh, the African Diaspora Youth Leadership Summit, that was in Washington, D.C. last year. It was hosted by the African Union uh, and the ambassador to the uh, United States. Mm. Um, she uh, got together with a bunch of, bunch of different leaders yeah. Did in you D.C. Have... Can't leave this one. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, so that was uh, bringing a lot of people from the diaspora and Africa mm -hmm. together. One of... Uh, the person that owns the website I, I do writing contributing for, Face-to-Face uh, -face Africa, she was there. So, you know, they talked about... Uh, You're a contributor for this. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they, yeah. we'll say that you contribute on the website that... Contributing writer. But you can say that. You, you, I'm going to um, say Eskia Henson is a sociologist, writer, social innovator. Oh, yeah. What do you yeah. do, man? So, for right now, uh, <laughs> on weekends, I'm a security guard. Um, but during the day, um, I want me, to, want me to edit that out, or are you good with that? No. All right. It's, you know, it's honest work. Uh, during the day, during the week, for right now, I don't have um, a specific role uh, as a sociologist. I just mainly go around doing research on different topics. My main focus is uh, race and ethnicity, mm -hmm. religion, poverty, and urban development. And mm. international, um, international relations, international issues. Mm -hmm. So I mainly focus on those areas, study those, uh, research those, you know, just for myself. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do uh, work, work with other African organizations in South of Boston. Mm -hmm. Also a board advisor for uh, Anti-Africa Enterprises. Uh, it deals with getting donations from donors from here in the U.S. and, you know, around the world and sending them to uh, NGOs in, in Ghana. Various micro NGOs in Ghana uh, need funding, okay. and so uh, the brother that started that group, he's looking for he he has me and a few other people on the board who have different qualifications. Me, I'm social science and uh, culture. Other people are in like finance. Mm -hmm. Others are in um, other areas. So just to start, we're still Sorry. doing our preliminary thing. Well, I'm just talking to you so we know what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. Bit. So this may or may not be included in the podcast. Okay, brother. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to get a feel for who you were. And social mind. Some of this might be in the podcast. But, okay. uh, hold on. If he go, thinks it's funny, it's I gotta go tell time. my kids to be quiet. Fatherhood. You just gotta make sure your kids ain't the one being the loudest. Those other children can make noise, but not you. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I always go there. Yeah, I've been told owning your own business is very difficult. Well, you gotta hunt and fish, you know. And if you are hunting and fishing while, you know, maintaining everything, it, it can be a little challenging. Mm. This is what the what I like doing is helping businesses grow, mm. and um, if the business isn't ready, 
Yeah. I have to put in more work. Often they don't want to pay for that work, so okay. then you got to do it on a on a limited basis. Yeah. And then it's like, if something will resonate or not. Okay. So there's right. a reason why people don't do that. Sorry about that light. Uh, I was gonna call you ladies, but I was like, that wouldn't be friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Rory. you sound pretty good too. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, bro. All right. Done podcast. I am your host, Iron Man Abdullah. Uh, Shimon the Biz Warden here. Shimon the Biz Warden, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, doing good. Excellent, and, excellent. Uh, Valentine's Day came in and I didn't get into any trouble. Did you get into any trouble? Uh, no, I got a single rose on the way home. Five bucks. Oh, Done. watch this. I was out late at night. Yeah. On the 13th, I got. The food, those chocolate-covered strawberries, and I, everything, the balloon. Oh, you did the whole deal, I man. woke up early and made French toast. Damn. And a um, strawberry fresh preserve. Here's the here's deal, brother. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Muslims don't celebrate Valentine's Day, bro. Yeah, I'm women do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She was like, I, my wife was like, oh, man, don't get me anything. Oh, man, no, we don't do Valentine's Day. Uh we don't do Valentine's Day, but they appreciate a rose. Hmm. Like, I'm not doing this for Valentine's Day. It's because I love you, yeah, baby. Don't get the hmm. card. You're still going to burn. you be like, what? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, um, who, well, is, who, who is this stranger talking to us right now, Jamal? Oh, we are in the studio with uh, Skia Henson. Um, I'm privileged to know this brother really well, but I'm going to read Pete's excerpts from his LinkedIn right quick so I make sure I cover some stuff. There we go. Uh, Ski is a sociologist, a writer, and a social innovator. He is an advisory board member for, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, Ansha? Ansa. Ansa, African Enterprise, the contributing writer for Face to Face Africa, and he was the co-founder and ambassador for the Progressive African Network. Man, that's serious, bro. Serious. That's a lot going on. And he is a self-driven academic for issues of the diaspora, both on demographic economic policy inequality all that hard stuff mm, you know true. he's doing it himself on his own research Man. and I, that's actually we need to be pointing to you when yeah. we got questions some real data because a lot of people make stuff up you mm. feel it boston globe did yeah. the article yeah um and pointed out the the real inequality in boston and then you know brookens just did a um it just came out maybe a few days ago where they talked about um automation that twenty five they reduce it twenty five percent of the economy is gonna be disrupted by automation. Yeah. In the next several decades, 25%? right? Twenty five percent? Twenty five percent of the economy. Wow. That's a lot. That's thirty six million jobs, right? I've heard more. I've heard at least I, I was, thirty thirty to thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen higher. But they for said robotics that, automation. For, for automation yeah, across the from board. Everything, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I mean think about it, email makes it that you don't need a mail person. USPS is dying right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, Amazon's helping them out with all the packages, but still. Yeah, that's how they... they if they didn't have Amazon, it would, uh, I don't think the USPS would survive. Well, uh, USPS, but they also do final delivery for a lot of um, um, rural FedEx UPS deliveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DHL as well. So, yeah, delivery packages is their bread and butter. But the Brookings did a, a, a report that just came out, and it said that blacks, Latinos, and Native Americans are disproportionately going to be displaced from automation mm. uh, as well as men because men tend to be in transport labor yeah. con- construct because construction and yeah. transportation yeah. and yeah. these masculine type roles are having a lot of automation pressure yeah. on them yeah. 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 and so feminine classically like office higher education workers they tend to they've already had a lot of automation pressure mm-hmm. So they should be okay. They may be okay. I mean, there's going to be some shifts. The most important thing you forgot to mention is he's a fellow beardist uh, like myself. Yeah, that beard. That's a very nice beard, brother. (laughs) I'm 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 recognizing that beard. It's not easy. Did it hurt when it was growing out? <laughs> it itched a little bit. It yeah, it was itching. Know. I had to scratch yeah, it. Yeah. Mine was hurting when it grew up. But <laughs> if know. y'all can see the salt on my face, oh, you can't see the salt on my face. It's just <laughs> mad jealousy. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I actually saw that um, Amazon is uh, even. I was I was gonna say because we were just talking about package delivery and stuff. Even Amazon, they're they're working on how to get drones that bring packages from. So let's say a truck will have like three or four drones on top. Mm-hmm. They'll drive out to a, an area and they'll they'll just put the packages on the drone and just shoot it to yeah and they'll do three or four of those at a time so that's definitely killing labor labor industry is definitely yeah and then you got the gig economy down. just grabbing the last couple of pieces the what economy the gig economy so the people who do deliver for Amazon mm-hmm. like right oh, here yeah. in the building so um, you'll have them and drones depending where you are and how big it is that's called the gig economy I just learned something hmm. yeah everything net uh, you drew in Uber drivers it's just a uh, quick gig. Quick gig because yeah, nobody's like, going to do that as a career. Yeah, but there's some people mean. that do it. Well, yeah, and run it, but you don't have to. It's a contract. A contract when you need it that goes yeah. in. Yeah, and independent worker. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's the people making money is like uh, an additional set on employment. But you ain't going like it's going to be hard to put the kids through college on doing the gig no, economy. It's, no. a, it's a side I, hustle. I've driven for Lyft. It's definitely good extra money, but it's just extra money. It's yeah. not. It's not like you know a salary money really. Man, well, thank you for joining us in the studio today, Askia Hansen. Yeah. Okay. Um, where are whereabouts are you from, Askia? So I was born and raised in the, in the states. Um, I do so as a Ghanaian American uh, culturally. Um, when your parents or grandparents are from generally from you know Africa, we say you know from Ghana. Or I'm from Liberia or yeah. Somalia. Mm-hmm. So, but I was born in, and raised here. Um, born in Ohio, raised in Michigan, mm. South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia. Um, wow, so yeah, this is my sixth state. So, oh um, <laughs> uh, so I moved around a lot. Um, went home to Ghana in 20, 2016. Yeah, I can't believe how long that was. But anyway, so with that in mind, you know, I I have a lot of um, different backgrounds. So for me, I just people ask where you from. Like, I just pick sometimes. from everywhere, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and being Muslim, you know, you meet everybody, different people, you know, we don't, you know, box ourselves in from meeting mm-hmm. different people, so. Um, you have a very extremely neutral accent, where it's, there's. That's no, that Michigan uh, stuff. No, but it's not, it's not anything, like, that's a, <laughs> that's a, and I forget what they say in the, in the entertainment industry, but it's like, I think they say Midwest or something, where it's just nothing, there's no, it's American, that's the only accent, I guess, but there's no, you could, you could be from anywhere. Yeah, that's what, 
my wife says, like, uh, when I got married, like, uh, nine years ago, she said, hey, a lot of, I hear your southern accent. Like, my southern accent came out when I got mad. Really? Yeah, I got irritated. <laughs> um, my Midwestern funny. accent came out accidentally. Yeah. And now, occasionally, my East Coast accent will come out, you know, I'll say Ka. Ka, yeah. 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 I'm like, and yeah. she's like, you said that? I'm like, I didn't even know that I said that. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. If, if I'm in bad traffic, that car is coming out, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, move your car, man. Yeah. yeah, that is so. that is how it goes too. <laughs> Comes out with emotions. Um, how do you? Wh- where's your favorite place to live so far? Uh, ooh, that's a difficult one. Um, I do miss Georgia. Really? I will, I will say that I do miss Atlanta. Um, but so far, for right now, um, I would say Boston. You, know, you like Boston? Uh, you like yeah, I I put a lot of blood and sweat in, in the city, so you know, blood, sweat, and tears. But so what, I, you mean in school and stuff like that? Yeah, school, work, I mean, just life in general. Yeah, yeah. So I put a lot of work into this place. I mean, this is where I graduated, got my, uh, my degree. Oh, both my, my degrees from. So, so you know, I, I love Boston. I put a lot of work into it. You know, met yeah. a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And there's, in this city, there's so much to learn. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Especially when it comes to education. It's yeah. like, just pick something and you can go learn it. Absolutely. So just not to learn anything in the city, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I just don't, uh, like... Uh, people so <laughs> I'm just kind of sick of uh, the city just uh, like no traffic every time of day because someone's always getting in an accident and then everyone has to look at it uh, everyone's angry for no reason and now I'm one of them <laughs> and you like you become part of the become part of the problem slowly um, not to mention our, our winters here winters are just horrific the, the only place I've seen that's had worse winter than us is uh, my wife is from Montreal Canada and um that is the kind of winter that just makes you want to cry and yeah. just it hurts your face. You go outside, it's so cold. You're like, oh, you know, like it, you don't want to breathe in. Like your nostrils like shrink up. You yeah, ever have that? Yeah, your so lungs cold? hurt. It's yeah, like, it's like, man, this is this, that was the only place worse than Boston. But other than that, Boston is the worst. I I, I don't enjoy the city, mm. but somehow I am still here. Yeah, still, I, I do back. like it during the summertime. Summertime is rather pleasant. Yeah, summer, spring, fall is wonderful. Yeah. Winter time. I hate the north anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. There but um, but we, we have a bunch of outdoor malls. For anybody who's not from Boston, yeah, we have outdoor malls and we have freezing cold weather. Like people are like, oh, you know, what, what do you mean outdoor do? malls? Like yeah. Legacy Place over in Dedham. That's an outdoor mall. It's complete. We have a lot. We have those. a lot of outdoor malls. Like, hey, let's build a promenade because you know we have like <laughs> nine warm months. Why you know, we is got that? Like, I, we you're got right. Four I don't even notice it. But you're completely right. Yeah. We mean we have four warm months. Maybe six months there. We get uh, four hot months. This is New England. It, yeah. it seems to change. Know, we definitely get a little, little strong. I mean, July, August. We might get enough six September. weeks that are hot. Uh, maybe like two two solid months, I think. We get some hot months. Okay. I get we got to have the AC going constantly because you start sweating at night and all that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, it's a pleasure to have you, sir. Thank you yeah, for joining sure us. Yeah, appreciate um, it. We just, we just roll through. Normally, this intro would take about two minutes on a professional uh, podcast for us uh, 30 minutes whatever um <laughs> anyway thank you for joining us sir yeah no problem um so you you're you're hailing from ghana originally um so, so I, what's your let's start with your degree what is that your degree yeah sociology, sociology. from okay. uh, bunker hill and um uh, umass boston is sociology and okay. minor in africana studies okay um all right when I, I, moved, I moved here from columbus ohio i didn't know what i wanted to do mm. uh, because for a long time uh, i've been working since i was like six you so, look like you're a young man. How may I ask how old you are? I'll be 32 in July. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're such a young guy. <laughs> yeah, such young a guy, baby. No, no yeah. white hairs or nothing. Yeah. Man. I you got gray. Nice... Hair. I just got gray hairs. Yeah, you know. 
What one? You got one. Oh, you got, <laughs> I got one. He got, got, got this secret. He has like he's got like two gray hairs. No, right here. You got about six. Six right six there. Gray, I got a lot oh, more than man. that. Jeez, man, I got like sixty. Sixty and one square inch. They're <laughs> just all where it's, it's. I have more gray hair, but it's all blended all over the place. Did you die, bro? I know I don't die, man. Oh, that's okay. a yeah. That, that's an insult to gray hair. Right. Like, you know. like, I can't do that, man. I'm not dying. I, I'm a silverback. I want to see the silver come out. Yeah, man. yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, mad redheaded, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah. I forgot what was I saying? What was I saying? Uh, yeah, so basically, I um, got my degree in sociology. Yeah. I want to continue on my master's in sociology, and I want to do uh, international relations. Nice. Um, mm. Because uh, a lot of times when you do sociology, it's mainly, a lot of, um, mainly stuck in like a, uh, America. Mm-hmm. And I want to do, go more overseas, especially when, when dealing with the Afri- uh, African diaspora. You know, um, it's a you know, broader range. So we got... Um, uh, Latin America, yeah. Asia, you yeah. know, Air, um, Middle East. Yeah. So, um, and then also continuing African studies mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot of issues, especially in the Muslim community. Yeah. Uh, a lot of issues of anti-blackness and so forth, and there's you know just issues in the Muslim community I want to help correct. Yeah. And sociology is a key issues in the black and African community I want to correct. Yeah. And I feel like sociology is a key social science. Um, I haven't met anybody that's you know, Ghanaian, you know, Muslim. Uh, and black in um, in my field mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm kind of like a pioneer mm. so I'm just trying to learn from different people yeah. as I go along um, I found that it's definitely there's some racism in the Muslim community it's really unfortunate because that was one of the last uh, speeches of the prophet I think it was the very last speech <coughs> of the prophet where he said there's no difference between even back then black and white was such a huge ordeal there's no difference between the black and the white the only difference is it's in your faith or something along yeah, those no, lines. The difference between the black and the white, the Arab and the non-Arab. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no Arab and the non-Arab, black and white. The only difference between you is but, your faith, or your dean, or something yeah. along those lines. But but they were using black as in dark skin and fair skin, not as in race. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's still the same, same, same kind of premise. I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you yeah. think about it. But um, it's still crazy that we're still dealing with this to this day. But even among the black community, there's like a strong movement for, you know, and I think this is the dumbest thing uh, where African-Americans are or descendants of slaves, Mm. American slaves Mm. are are trying to I'm not saying all of them are trying to do this, but there's a certain faction where they're trying to separate themselves from Africans. So people who are actually from Africa. Yeah because they can't relate and apparently they don't like us and we don't like them, which I don't think is 100% accurate. Or even uh, American descendants of slaves and uh, Caribbean people. Yeah. Whereas the Caribbeans, they kind of think like, oh, the Caribbeans are all hoity-toity. And <laughs> we, we are. We are. No, sometimes we are. I can't. <laughs> Especially the Bajans. Uh, he's yeah. my half of my side is Barbados, and he's whole, I'm, all I'm of his side is Bajan. Okay, Barbados. Little England is the old nickname we used to call ourselves. But it for doesn't. Some unknown reason. The point is, it doesn't mean that we can't work together. Yeah. Okay. There's no two people who are going to get along a hundred percent on anything. Uh, so there's no two groups that are really going to get along a hundred percent on anything. Let's just all work together in our common yeah. interest because we have a common. Uh, I don't want to say enemy. Is enemy too strong of a word? Enemy is yeah. too strong of a word. We I have mean, a common well, we adversary. Dep- we depends on, yeah, the <laughs> adversary. We have a common adversary. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's white people, but it's not It's not just white people. I don't want to say it, that. It's but. the institutions. <laughs> they're like the legacy institutions that created yeah. some things yeah. that, we, that we fight with, that they fight 
and actually the answer is not white people, but it's it's it might be a little bit of white supremacy in there. It's um, not a little; it's a lot. It's a lot. Of money. I, I mean, okay, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll you say might that. be right. You come on, sociologies. <laughs> oh, hold up, uh, for everybody. I am fear for even the Beijing. So we're not like representing. I mean, I am too. I mean, you know, you see yeah. my kids; people think they're mixed. It's like my wife is darker than me. Mm. They just are really light skinned. Um, but yeah, we don't come out of Africa this way. This mm. is uh, there's some miscegenation going on. There's some slave raping. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we In intermarried yeah. afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah, exactly. so, what um, quick question. Hmm? Who's your favorite th- um, sociologist theorist? Are you like W. E. Du Bois? You know, du Bois? Oh, he's a Du Bois guy. Yeah. Mm. I don't yeah, know when I was, when I was in school, um, I mean, when I was in school, oh. of course you. When you're an undergrad, you kind of like rushing through school. So yeah. a lot of half the like three fourths of stuff that you learn, you don't really learn because you got to write them papers. And yeah. Going, but um, when we did learn about theories of Weber and Karl Marx, I only care about Du Bois, not necessarily because he was black, but because he made the most sense, mm. um, and because he was black too. Mm. But um, also because his, you know, his his trajectory in life, you know, uh, he grew up in Massachusetts. Mm. Um, you know, throughout his life, um, you read about in terms of you know he had some certain viewpoints of Africans yeah. and of Black people um, when he was younger. As he got older, he realized how messed up that was. And you know, before he died, he died a Ghanaian citizen. You know, he became a citizen of Ghana. Is it true that so, Ghana gives out uh, citizenship to ADOS, uh, American descendants of slaves? Um, I've heard about it, but it is in our constitution. Is uh, there's a certain pathway? So like. If you're a parent or grandparent from Ghana, you're a citizen. If you're married to a, a Ghanaian, uh, you become a citizen. So uh, when it comes to giving African Americans citizenship based on like their ancestry and so forth, I don't know much about that because for me, I've, I've, I have a different trajectory. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know about that. It's a possibility. Okay. I mean, but the way Ghana, the know. way Ghanaians are, I, yeah. I feel like they don't. I don't think they're just passing out. Citizenship like that. Okay. Okay. You know, they have to spend some time in the country first. Got it. Mm. Right. Which makes sense. You would want some people to put some skin in the game. Yeah. Have relationships. So you said you were back there in uh, 2016. Yeah. How'd um, that go? How was it? Um, I mean, I loved it. Um, was it oh, you and the whole family, or just you? No, just me. I, okay. Um, went home. Oh, is your wife Ghanaian? No, she's uh, Black American. She's from Roxbury. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I went home. Uh, next time I go, I have to take the kids. <laughs> she mm. told me take one of them or. Or How many go kids on. you got? I got two. Oh yeah, you gotta yeah. be taking one. Can't be living her with all these kids, man. Come on, man. Yeah. So <laughs> says the man that I got, I got all seven. my kids. I got all my kids in that room right there. Because you do not have all your kids. In I there, got right? all seven of them in there right now, and that's why they're flicking the lights on and off. I didn't see. I didn't see the baby. He's in there. Really? Yeah. yeah. I got to do it sometimes, man, because sometimes oh, wife so is like, you know what? Is like chilling Listen, right now. <laughs> you take your dirty ass kids and get out of my house because I've, I've had it. Every once in a while, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a marriage podcast, and sometimes you just be like, yes, ma'am, because uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be strong and boss all the time. Sometimes you got to give in uh, because uh, the balance will be uh, harsh. It will not be in your favor. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to do what you got to do. You know, exactly. Uh, take you one know. on the chin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or a couple, you know. Or a couple, you know. Yeah, do yeah. what you got to do. So I just buy uh, thirty dollars worth of pizza <laughs> and throw them in there with some cartoons. There you go. That's yeah. how dads watch kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watch cartoons. <laughs> Cartoons and food. food. Yeah, you guys got, uh, there you go. Oh, some toys. Go. Yeah. yeah. Here's a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like my, I don't wear myself out watching my kids. 
My wife does because mm. she's like doing activities and puppet shows. That's, a, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's mom. Let's go around the. Let's go around the uh, Houghton's pond and let's <laughs> let's all rollerblade. Let's do these experiences. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Uh, you know where the bathroom is. We're gonna is. get in trouble. There's some cartoons. Yeah, eat some cereal. So, bro. well, my wife is like, "You have five children. This is your fifth child. Why don't you do more engaged activities?" I'm like, yeah, "She's gonna be all right." I'm like, "Look, I have conversations with her. I read to my youngest daughter. Mm. There you go. Yeah. About twenty times a day because she loves reading. Okay. She reads and she goes and plays. Yeah. You know, she, she brings brings, a book to read. Brings a book. Yeah. Oh, she's serious with it. like she climbs up on you and yeah. like boom." And she's like, again, yeah. <laughs> one more time, more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to read this a couple of times. But see, it's about that person. The per- You don't yeah. have to go jump all around the building and do yeah. all that. Yeah, I'm not mean, big on that. Yeah, it's like, just it's the togetherness. That, that's it, all you need. But that's the daddy versus yeah, exactly. the mommy. Mommy's exactly. doing all the activities. And exactly. she's, she needs those activities. I, I will assist. I don't got time for all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be trying to have teaching moments with my daughters, you know, especially yeah. with my oldest, you know. Yeah. Make sure that she knows who she is as a Muslima and you know, as an African. How old are they? Uh, one will be seven in March mm. and the other one is three. Okay. Mm. So Very I, cute ages. I, yeah, so I'm always bringing books home. I'm always like, stop bringing books home. Like, I can't help it, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like a smuggler. That's still the age when daddy is amazing, you know. <laughs> yeah. And That's then, awesome. You right around t- 11 is when they start to get a little bit of attitude and then when they get into the teenage and then you know when oh, just cer- 11? certain functions happen then you're like yeah man it's, uh, yeah my daughter's is, already got attitude this so. is not fun anymore man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but anyway. See, my eldest daughter's at the end of that she's 19 she's in college oh, so wow. she calls me out we just have co- like we were I was driving around yesterday I was talking to her for like a Hour oh, about man. random like just stuff that was on her mind. I and can't wait to get. We to also watch stage, we man. watch anime, so she we were talking about anime. She watches yeah. anime. I put all my kids on anime. That's a cool. Yeah. I raise my kids because my wife only likes you know like crying white lady movies. Right? <laughs> so all <laughs> my kids, all my kids, we watch like you know. I mean, I can't go crazy with it because they're still young. Yeah, but yeah we you watch like all the X Men movies and the. Avengers and stuff like oh, that. Man. So now they like cool stuff, Look, not like the sad. Look, bro, my, you, my ten year old watched Sword Art Online. What'd you say? Sword Art Online. You I know? used to watch that. It, it got a little too childish for me, but I did enjoy that. Too. Yeah. So yeah. now there's another part when um, it's called Gun Gala Online, Sword Art Online Alternative. Check that one out. That's on Netflix. It's, it's on, on Netflix. Yeah. 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 I, I binge watched it. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch one episode. Whole thing. <laughs> All the way through. Straight through. Did you hook your kids on the old cartoon like Batman? Yes. Um, animated series. Yeah. The Amazon animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Batman. Um, the original Power Rangers. I, I can't do the Power Rangers. Power Rangers. I'm 42. I was too old for the Power yeah, Rangers. Same thing. So it was like it was interrupting my X Men. I'm like, well, man, why is this thing on? Where's my Thundercats and Transformers? Power. Well, what, what about? But what about uh, X Men though? X Men. Yeah. Yeah. X Men. Um, that was I a classic. A few of those. The 90s um, X Men. The eight, yeah. It started in the 80s though. It was like 88 to like 92 or something. X Men. The X Men cartoon. Oh, I'm, the only one. The uh, one I know is one is 92, 97. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the one I like. Yeah, that was this too. It was the older one, and then it's the one it's the one everyone thinks of when they think of Rogue and Wolverine. Yeah, that was the eighties one, wasn't it? No, it no, was the nineties. That's the ninety. Hey, how old was I? That's uh, for me. I don't that's think high I watched school. that into my late teens, though. You would have been well because they I, did do reruns. Oh yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The one where that's the one everyone thinks of X Men is usually that one. Okay, uh, where there's like I had a lot of black and. Uh, the drawing style that you had like a lot of shit. Yeah, solid line. Oh, okay, drawings. maybe I'm mistaken then. I thought it was the 80s that started, but all right, I might be mistaken. Um, 
But yeah, they watched a lot of old old cartoons. 80s was um, okay. Spider Man and Friends. And you got to be careful. No, they don't watch that one. They watch the newer Spider Man. Yeah. Mm. But you got to be careful with a lot of these cartoons because they be trying to teach your kids, you know, sexuality lessons and all yeah. this stuff. So they don't watch a lot of new stuff. Uh, they, yeah, could yeah. Be, they could be doing it right now on Netflix because <laughs> they know <laughs> I'm not watching them, but they know what to look at, what not to. But um, yeah, I got you. Got to be careful with these new stuff because they be trying to teach your kids all types yeah, of crazy stuff. Yeah, I always have to sit there and sometimes I will be my wife. You will watch it first. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll, we'll say, okay, we're like, yeah. yeah, no, they can't watch this or maybe. And so we kind of censor it first, and then we'll let them watch it, um, or we will sit with them and let, let them know, like, no or yes. Yeah. So. so Go ahead, no, I was just going to say, I hate that when you're watching a movie, you got into it, and then they go like, oh, got to go. Oh, well, Bail out. And you hit, it, you hit it too late. Yeah. yeah you yeah. were like, oh, dude, going. I'm not, oh, that's going to be an annoying conversation. Yeah. Like, why would you do I that? I did that with uh, uh, Batman versus Superman. So I saw it first, right? Mm. I was like, it's not that bad, right? Batman versus Superman. What was that, wrong with that? The movie. Yeah. Okay, well, there's. Instead a, of being boring, yeah. But there was. Uh, I didn't like everything in it, but there was a huge friggin' bathtub makeout scene with Superman and Lo- Lois Lane, Lois Lane yeah. where it just totally goes over our head because we're just like yeah whatever yeah listen. and then for kids are like oh my god and then, and then oh yeah because yours are still small yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah that was not a good look because my wife found out about that because they came home and told her about it yeah <laughs> and I'm like they're not gonna be quiet but like Dude, they're in the bathtub and they kiss guys, mommy kids are like, like informing so yeah. yeah. kids are like informing yeah, yeah. can we watch it again daddy nope <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble for that um, so anyway so tell us uh Tell us about Ghana. So, what can we? Um, what are? What are you? Are do you have any goals to like bring business to Ghana or? Um, business. That's 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 been a new concept concept to me or, because for myself, uh-huh. um, as a aspiring entrepreneur, yeah. um, business is something that's you know not my forte, but I've been having I've been forced into it, mm. uh, so to, so to speak, because it's become I'm tired of working for other people. Uh, yeah. I, there are things I want to do that when you work with other people or when you work for somebody else, you can't do. So right. I've been forced to look into, you know, working on being an entrepreneur. So for me, it's, uh, as, a, as a young scholar, it's more on how can I bring um, awareness, like I say, education, you know, transformation to Ghana help as, you know, Ghana transform. Um, how can I help bridge the gap between the, you know, the black American community or the African diaspora yeah. and, you know, Africa, particularly mm-hmm. Ghana. Uh, that's been one of the biggest issues uh, that we face now. Um, mm-hmm. As you mentioned before, like uh, you know, Africans, you know, some African Americans don't want to be uh, connected to Africans and vice versa. Yeah. A lot of times it's because they don't understand the issues each other face. Like uh, Africans think, you know, black Americans are lazy, you know, that they don't know anything about poverty, such and so forth. <laughs> and black Americans think that Af- all Africans, yeah, they think all Africans are starving, eat monkeys, and so forth. So it's a disconnect, and like one thing I like about social media is that it's showing the the difference that you know, okay, this is not true. You yeah. know, it's, it's breaking some of those stereotypes. Not a whole lot. It's but, breaking uh, them, but they're getting rebuilt. Yeah, yeah. but it's because of the elders. That's why a lot of them aren't real helpful, especially the African elders. Yeah, they 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 turn around and, uh, and reinforce those stereotypes. It's kind of like setting their ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What so, um what kind of business were you thinking of? Um, for me, uh, one of the things I, uh, growing up as a young kid in the 80s and 90s was I never saw a lot of um, black characters. Or, you know, you ever watch a movie where a lot of black characters are getting killed off? Yeah. Uh, especially right like in the sci-fi. beginning. Or the right comic the relief. Yeah. Or, or we, have, we play these stereotypes, these negative stereotypes yeah. 
for me, I want to get into business where uh, when it comes to books, clothing, uh, film, bring out narratives of the Muslim African uh, narrative where it's our narrative, it speaks to us, where we can be exactly. in sci-fi movies where we're the, either the main character or play a good role where we're not just, you know, a blip on the screen or get killed off. Man. Um, so, so, the, so young kids, and especially young black Muslim kids, can really see themselves on TV properly. I'm with uh, you, bro. You know, put on, on the screen. You know, let me tell you something. I'm Turkey. with you a thousand and five hundred million percent. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Did you see um, which one? The Meg. The Meg. 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 No, the Meg shark. Done? Yes. No. You saw no, that? no. 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 I didn't see that. I, I seen the trailer. Trailer. But, listen, man. You will be so sad and disappointed when you see the black man in that movie from 2018. Oh, he's Conan. My Conan is an understatement, bro. He was like <laughs> Sambo. He was like the scaredest nigga on earth. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, bro. Like he was so scared it was retarded, and like he didn't want to go help nobody. And of course, he's a strong, strapping white guy. Oh, I'll take care of it. And. The, like he they he was such a B. Mm. I'm not even I'm not I'm not gonna pull my punches here. He was such a B that he was hanging out with another kid in the whole movie, and they were like because they could be on the same level because they're just kids. This is a grown ass man. Mm. Like what are you doing, bro? Like I've, I I like I want to have a conversation with that actor. Mm. Like what, bro? What Who are you doing? That? Same thing with uh, I'm sure you saw Star Wars, right? You saw Finn, right? <sighs> he, didn't he that just my, break, my... didn't that break your heart? Like, see, this, see, this is the thing with that. I really tried to put it out of my head because I'm like, okay, no, I love Star Wars. But I, I still young, like it. I still like yeah, it. I can't I, help it. I see a young African in there, you know, doing his thing. Yes, you know, it but, is. Then, but then it just came back to me and just like, I right, you know, uh, analyze him like, <sighs> I, I, is he go, I'm like, I'm right. like, is he, is he going to mature? Right. I hope that he, like, they, like, mature his character a little bit more. No, man. he's not, bro, because he's already, he's a, he was a full grown man and he's established his, always needing to call his savior white lady to come see yeah, him. Exactly. And like she's beating the hell out of him when they first met him and stuff. Like, can you have some decency about yourself, bro? Well, she should beat him. Uh, he should be, I, okay, he should but be like, mad there's, there's a way that you can lose as a man, bro. I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah, you got me, bro. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's like falling over and getting his shirt over. <laughs> Just like all, and then the, the, the second one, the, the white, the Asian lady beat him up. And then she's the one that actually likes him now. And it's like, she's the homeliest woman on earth. I'm not, you know, look, look. We all know he's not going to get with Ray, right? But then to have him with this woman that is not terribly attractive, I think it's, I think it's dope. I don't I don't see an issue with it because to see black and Asian love like that, that's no, I don't yeah. listen. I, I got Asians in my family. My yeah. my my brothers are, are half Vietnamese because my dad married a, a Vietnamese woman. It's not about that. It's not yeah. about. I'm just saying. They, it, it, they they put him with a homely person on purpose, and mm. it was like, why, bro? Like, why does he need to be so soft? Why does he need to be so weak? Mm. You know what it is? I think they're scared of uh, black masculinity. I'm just going to say that it. Was coming. Well, I knew that was my, coming. My thing is, I'm... Like I real they, strong black African masculinity. Because it, if it's... A, they don't, it's too, it's too strong the, for them. I don't think they like it. You don't have a... Um, it's either if it's a strong... Bl- typical, like the... Like the... What's it called? Thope? Dominant theme. If it's a strong black guy, yeah. he's either like... Luke Cage in yeah. the black community saving everybody. Yeah, like, yeah that's another like, thing I had an issue I, with. But I, I, yeah. I like Luke Cage though. Yeah, I just had a problem the way they did it though. Uh, I'm gonna probably have to edit this out and go see what's going on with them. Okay, yeah. Uh, everything you can hear everything. That's yeah, all good. I mean, like I said, I came here to learn, to interview. Like, you know, I mean, I'm enjoying yeah. this. 
So you, you hit the Star Wars like he gets geeked out. Yeah. I, uh, Star Wars I, and Star Trek, those are my Trek. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get back into Trek, man. Oh, you got to get back into it. Like Star Trek. I, I heard the new one is pretty. Right. Oh, you, I, I haven't got. You got to watch it. It's good. I, I was I was just like wait yeah, what huh? I was what? saying you Star get geeked Trek. out when you hear. Star Wars. He was saying, uh, Skid was mentioned about Trek is kind of yeah. going in a good. Star Trek is excellent. Yeah, I love Star Trek. I like I like Star Trek. So I always picture which world would I like to go into and be in mm. if I had a choice. Definitely Star Trek world. Why? Not only because of the holodeck, mm. but because it's just a lot more fun. They have nicer ships, and they have and people of color who oh. play good roles too. Exactly. They're not all cool. Actually, do they have coons on Star Trek? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, I don't. Think I think so. the theme was set because of uh, uh, Lieutenant Uhura. Who actually recruited people for NASA? For people who don't know, really? Uh, yeah, she did. She was a, one of the people that recruited she black. She was bad back NASA. in the day, too. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she was. Stop a lot. Don't say that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm mean, you can't it doubt it, but like, <laughs> I'll take it out. He is not. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you're right. Yeah. They don't have. They didn't have me. Jordy was kind of like sometimes, but not really. No, Jordy Lafour. I loved. It. That is my one of my favorite because he was in Black Stem. Like he was like, I he mean, was like in what? Black STEM. So STEM is uh, STEM. science, science, technology, engineering, and math. STEM. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. you meant something. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, so a lot of people call it Black STEM, which is Black people in you know STEM. Yeah. So you know, and then there's STEM. So we you know there's. So I take it you're a TNG guy. Next <laughs> next generation. Uh, ye, well. Yeah, next generation. Just but don't also say like Deep Space Nine. Don't just just no, don't I, say. No, Deep Space. no, no. I love Deep Space Nine. Really? Actually, I kind of did. Though. Yeah, I kind of did, bro. I mean, come on, a explore, black... explore. Well, yeah, these. Oh, okay, you go to black. Voyager... We're talking about Voyager. Voyager, Voyager was. Voyager, I actually kind of like Voyager yeah. too. Voyager was. You bad, just like you just liking them all. I really. do like yeah. Star Trek. I really do enjoy Star Trek. They, they, they had some quality series, and you're right. There was no coons on that show. Not mm-hmm. a, I can't even. I'm trying to think. I don't think there was one. None of, in Star Trek there aren't any. As far as I've seen, none of them. I mean, and that's what I love about some people. It. Shout out to Gene Roddenberry, bro. He's dead, but you know. <laughs> Shout out to him in the grave. What about the, Thanks, some bro. people Thank used you. to think the Klingons were like a, 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 a but they a, weren't all black. Some of them were black. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they're so. Sometimes they they have uh, the different aliens mimic certain races. I always felt that the Klingons kind of were a mixture of like Arab and barbarian. Hmm. They had like an Arab barbarian kind of feel mm. together, mixed together. I didn't see them what, as what like. What about the car? Uh, what is it? The so you're talking about the uh, Ferengis? Now, the Ferengis were kind of... <laughs> they were kind of like Arab... Uh, Arab Their teeth Arab are trash. horrible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, like Euro trash, right? Yeah. They were kind of like Arab kind of trash. That's kind of <laughs> racist. I don't want to say it like that, but that's... I think that's where they were going with the with the Ferengis. Mm. Um, Interesting. But because I'm not Arab, I don't know if I see... Uh, I don't catch the offense as if... like Let's say, let's say they had like some some group of, and it, uh, some group of aliens and it was just like a bunch of street street ass you know coons or something like that mm. that would be different but I, I haven't seen anything well, like what that. were the ones with the um, oh man forget all the races but I remember the show um, so I, I'm looking forward to you know I always like the Vulcans I always like the Vulcans I like Be- the Vulcans because they were like really Spock. really really emotional but yeah. they controlled it with their intellect and I was like yeah I, I feel that that was dope but it, they were a little too cold for me um, I did um, I did like the um, um the dude on um, no, the dude on um, Voyager, Tuvok was it Tuvok? Tuvok yeah, yeah, Tuvok. I liked him, <laughs> but um, I'm not. I'm they were tripping cool. on the Voyager stuff right now. All right, 
But anyway. I mean, I, mean mm-hmm. I, I love science fiction. That's one of my favorite uh, genres, science fiction. So, Along with action and adventure. What do you think about Dune? Dune? Dune. No, they, they should leave that as a classic. Don't. Don't touch it. I mean, I think they are coming up with it. Unless they're, they're gonna make a black person the lead, don't 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 bother. I don't think I never really can. I saw Dune. It's not like I said before. We talked about this before. We have science fiction tangents on the show. Mm. Dune just didn't connect with me. It mm. wasn't bad. It's one of the best written books out there. I know it's very well written, and the movie was it, it's good. It just didn't co- like like it needed to connect. Like Star Wars connected. Star Trek, even with all the coons and all that stuff, it connected. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek connected. Like, it has it has a place in my heart. <laughs> I think it's because... Dune just didn't... For some reason, I don't know what it is. It just didn't I, connect. I, I, I love... I really love Dune. It had really... I really like the concepts. Yeah. Maybe it was just something about the movie. Like, I've never read any of the books or anything. I've read all the books. Well, I've read all the original Frank Herbert Oh, I watched books. the movie. I didn't... I, didn't yeah. Yeah. I only read one book. No. Nah. If you, when you read the books, the, the writing is completely different. But anyway, you were saying also a martial podcast, arts. Man. What are we talking about, bro? Well, he, he <laughs> went into like scholarly oh, work. <laughs> we, we, we the representation. The yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, Don't take it personally. So, so basically, I mean, for me, like I said, uh, entrepreneurship is something that's, you know, a lot of my family does. Um, but something I never really looked into. I mean, I've done it here and there over the years. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to books, getting into books, that's what I love. I love books. Yeah, me However, too. I've learned um, since I want to uh, represent Ghana, I've looked at certain different ways to do it, mm. and business is one of them. Um, on one of my on Instagram, I have uh, Mr. Ghana Incorporated, and I just have a platform of mainly showing um, Ghanaian and uh, or connecting uh, various Ghanaian uh, avenues, yeah. uh, Ghanaian American avenues. So um, one of them is uh, Red Trocho Print. I want to Red um, what? Red Trocho Print. So in Ghana, we have this thing called Trochos, like a bus. Spell it. Uh, T R O T R O. Okay, red tro tro. Okay. Yeah, red tro tro. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I want to start my own uh, book business. You know, I just yeah, don't we're know. We're gonna be best friends, bro. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff you're talking about is stuff I wanted to do with this. Um, uh, like make I want like I wanted to present black people and black Muslims specifically in a much better light. Yeah. Than what we're getting now, because we're right now we're not doing our own PR. Exactly, and mm. then when they, then when they do have a so-called positive light yeah. of Muslims, they have their own view of us and then you know and it's still not that great and so. people get mad when we don't we don't fall in line with whatever they put out there it's like hey this is not what i saw on fox news what are you exactly. doing you don't belong here yeah <laughs> so. either we're terrorists or we're apologizing for something I don't, exactly you know and so it's irritating so with that it's just you know really using business in a way to educate you know yeah. or, or educate basically and so and also um i want to do a called ghana flag tactical mm-hmm. for me i feel like there's not a lot of uh, so you know morale patches right you were in the navy and then you know morale patches they have um morale patches we don't do morale patches. okay <laughs> wait what are morale patches? so m- morale patches are i mean that's what i can explain it is um I think they originally they were um different insignia, insignias on them right yeah in the military well it, well, uh, in the Navy, we do our morale. We have non things that are not part of your approval, but so yeah. we got the orders like the order of the ditch, the yeah. order of the uh, essentially hazing. Mm. <laughs> so when you go through the Suez Canal, when you go through the Rock of Gibraltar, when you go into the North, the North Pole, the International Dateline, the, the best one is if you cross the International Dateline and the uh, Equator at the same time. Mm-hmm. Golden gel back. I wish I really had that one. Um, Sounds like Boy Scout patches. Yeah, if like you got beat up and like cr- 
crawled through slush and did like these old navy traditions yeah. for all day and then you know do a giant party on the ship yeah, yeah. it would already be, but you, you but you have to do this nautical activity to earn it you know where do they come from does the they're old, general give them they're, out they're, or something they're, no, or uh, admiral i'm sorry um the skipper mm. you know you you so he has like a box full of patches and no no you get they'll they'll print it up later but it wasn't about the patch or thing. It was yeah. about having that. So when we did the Order of the Ditch, when we went past Rock of Gibraltar, no, sorry, uh, that's Order of the Rock, that too. Order of the Ditch is the Suez Canal. Order of the Ditch? Order of the Ditch. So the Suez Canal is called the Ditch. Okay. Mm. Why? Because they dug it. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually generally cu- genuinely curious. Like, yeah. They, 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 it's sort of like, oh, I forgot what the Panama Canal is called. Because that should be a ditch too, because they dug it. But that is probably, I think it's called the Order of the Canal. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm not a West, I'm not a West Coast sailor, so I don't know a lot of the West Coast stuff. Okay. Uh, so the the Arctic is called the Blue Nose because mm-hmm. you jump into the water. You know, it turns blue because you're cold. You jump into the water in the Arctic. Yeah, you, I didn't. I didn't that? get to do that because we didn't get to that. the Arctic. We were like in the North Sea. Yeah. I was like, come on, so close. Man, wow. dude, I can't. Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all, uh, that's some navy stuff right there. Okay, you can't be jumping in ice water. That's like just some, to be, because then you get to be, because it's about having those old school connections. Those, yeah. They're almost tribal because they transcend your command in the formal navy. Mm. You know, like the um, the songs. Um, people here like the the concept of. Were, were you in the there. military too? Or no? no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have family, but yeah, right. family. So, so like if the worst song possible is like my girl's a vegetable, she lives in the hospital, she's got no arms and legs, but I will do most anything to keep that girl alive. That's actually a Marine Corps song. Somebody came up Damn, with that song. That is dark. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Um, someone came up with that song and it's passed down in this oral tradition. True, when you go through, tra- depending on your training you're doing, yeah. and you'll pick that up. Maybe you would go someplace else and you'll hear. Um, Left, 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 your right, left, 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 keep it in step. Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah. Your right, your left, right, left, left, your right, your right. We love to double time. Mm. We do it all the time, right? (laughs) All right. Then it gets dark. You go C-130 rolling down the strip, whatever unit on a one-way trip. Push up, shuffle up, jump to the door, jump right out and yell Marine Corps, who? Uh, okay. uh, and you're running the whole time. I don't okay. know about you, but I feel really manly right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's kind of interesting because if you think about Africa, it's this oral tradition in this very structural place, mm-hmm. and you only get that if your drill instructor, or your 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 command does that, mm-hmm. and then you get that experience. And depending on the command, you'll have different experiences. And I, I like this, like how do we tying it in? How do we bring those type of social fun things? Into the connecting Africa yeah. and the diaspora, I, and I'm I never got into Kwanzaa. I, I know some yeah, I, can't, uh, I never got nah, into Kwanzaa. I, I tried it in college, and they were pushing on me, and they just did not resonate with yeah, me. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I, I I respect it. I support it because you know it's one of the few black holidays that you have yeah. in America. But yeah, I, I mean, I was like, cool, red, black, and green. Love yeah, it. All but, good, baby. But uh, no, nah, it never. I knew all the stuff. We took tests on it, like because I went to HBCU my freshman year. Okay. And uh, after that, my brain was like, I'm not using this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so. I've never had, like, I don't get off the Kwanzaa at all. I've never mm-hmm. done the, like, 
outside of that first well, three years of college, like a Kwanzaa activity. You also have to realize, I mean, we are all Muslims here. In general, what holidays do we really get into besides Eid? You know, yeah, exactly. Like it's just not a, just just not like you know what? It's really just not. It's not a bad thing to me. It's just not on my radar though. You know, yeah, that's what yeah, it is. That's really what I'm it is. just like, yeah, when is it over? I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm not said, against it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, well, I'm not even gonna be like, oh, I'm never do that. Be like, oh, but but that's not, what do I do? This is like, mm. do I hang something? What well, you know, some some things like if I if you walk down the street and you see a menorah, mm. be like, oh. We're gonna get a bunch of comments on the video educating us about Kwanzaa. Yeah, we are. Yeah, um, which which would be cool. But if you walk down the street right now and you saw a menorah, you're gonna be like, "Oh, Hanukkah, right?" Yeah. You know, if you if you saw a bunch of people in hijab and like dressed in pretty colors, you'd be like, "Ramadan, maybe?" Yeah. <laughs> like, Eid, uh, I don't know. What's going on right now? Yeah, yeah, they're like the Muslim the Muslim holiday, right? Mm -hmm. If you see a Christmas tree. Or, or a fat guy in a <laughs> thing. Yeah. You're like Christmas, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what it, what kind of activity do you think around Kwanzaa? You know, like something that just that's a good question. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think there's. I mean, I think there's. Uh, you light the candles. You stand around. You recite with different like Ubuntu meetings and so forth. I think yeah. that's what you do. I mean, but other than that, I don't really know. When I went to a when I was a kid, I went to a school called called Amani Institute, and we learned about all that stuff, like all the different phrases. Kujijagalia, Kujijagalia. Yeah. That's when everyone knows Kujijagalia. And uh, but I have I have no idea right now currently. Yeah, it's, it's a it's yeah. a made up holiday. Well, I know that. Well, he we right. studied when he went to. Um, yeah. Um, someone was speaking. Really, was it last week? The gentleman was speaking really well about Kwanzaa. It's like it's a nice notion, mm. you know. Yeah. But it didn't. Oh, I think that was Leonard who was talking about it. I yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Leonard. But Leonard. yeah, you know, I respect it. Like I said, I respect it. I support it. But you know, I don't practice it. And you know, I was like, okay, go ahead, Mbutu, go for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, uh, yeah. So you know, it's you know, bringing huh, the the black community when you just you know include everybody, Caribbean, African, African American. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of issues to work out and. And sort out. It's, you know, it's a complex. So, so you, you married an African American woman mm -hmm. from did, Roxbury. Did her yeah. parents uh, have? Were there any issues on her side of the family with your side of the family? No, I mean my mother's Black American. So oh okay. Um, yeah. So my father's from Ghana. My mom's Black American. So I mean, um, yeah, they didn't have an issue. I mean, both her parents are Muslim. My mom's Muslim. I know, born and raised Muslim, so it, it was no issue. Uh, I wonder if I part. know who you're, who, who they are. She, you know, she's you know, from you know, here. Yeah, you know Saudi Hansa, right? Who? Sa you know Saliha, Saliha, Sa Saliha Ishmael. Um, you know um, Sabora Yusuf. I might. Okay. Um, yeah, if you know Sabora Yusuf, uh, Mateen Yusuf. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, nah. that's my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I know who your family. I know who yeah. they are. For those of you not listening, uh, <laughs> these guys are from the. Oh, the two of them are from the Roxbury Muslim community. Yeah. So think of a uh, like. Malcolm X. So wait, his <laughs> Ella Collins. His wife. Wait, his his wife is your wife's sister. No, um, his his uh, his sister is my wife. Uh, so his younger one of his younger sisters. So it's Saliha, Naima, and Amal. That's a lot of Naimas in this community. Oh, Amal. Oh, Amal. 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 Who's, their, who's the mother? Uh, uh, Yusuf. I call him Um Ibrahim, but. Oh, all right. I, I think yeah. I think I do. I might not actually, but uh, anyway, all that is probably gonna have to be edited out because that yeah. was not good podcasting. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, yeah. hey, the people. 
Um, yeah, or maybe in the uh, extra bits. Um, so anyway, so I so I think so. If I can boil this down, you want to you you you're thinking of. It sounds like you're thinking thinking of some kind of a of, of a media business. Yeah, media. Yeah, media, print, and uh, clothing mm. business. You know. Clothing? Yeah. Mm. So just because with those uh, clothing allows you to express yourself, your identity. Uh, media allows you to get yourself out there, yeah. and you know, and especially with nowadays with the twenty first century, uh, people of color, we can do our own stuff. We really don't need mainstream media. We still have that mindset that we do, we but don't, we don't. Bro. We don't. Uh, mm-hmm. If we if we really strategically yep. you know, place ourselves, we don't need them. We can make quality movies, TV shows, just the way they do. You know, with friends Absolutely. and all that stuff. So, um, so that's what I want to do. But I want to do it in in what you know. Who I am, because who I am, I connect with a lot of different communities already. Mm-hmm. So I find like a uh, reason why, one of the reasons why I want to get into business too, because a lot of things that I like when it comes to clothing, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to uh, media, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I resonate with that, or I like that, or yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's me. And it's like, okay, because uh, what I started out doing is doing what I like, mm-hmm. you know, doing what I didn't see. And it, you know, started blossoming from there. So it's really how do I capitalize on this, you know? Not make it all about the money. You know, I do need to get paid. But at the same time, how do I make sure I educate? How do I spark the seed in somebody? What, you know, spark the seed in which I didn't get, you know, or I got like later on in life? Um, because growing up, there weren't a whole lot of Africans in anything. I mean, only Ghanaian I know of anything in mainstream media was uh, Kwame and um, Captain Planet. That was it, you know. <laughs> you know, it took me a minute. Yeah, 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 you know. The power of uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, it just had Ghana, West Africa. It's like that was it. That's funny. You know, yeah. and so you know, I want people to experience more. Like you know, we have cities in Africa. You know, not everybody yeah. in Africa is starving enough. Not, they're not filthy rich. Uh, also, they are some that are filthy. Yeah, there are some filthy rich. But you know, like when I went home to Ghana, I ate a good meal. Mm. You know, that was the first time in my whole life that I, I ever ate a good meal. Where it's like. A big old plate, and it was like, okay, I can't finish all this. I like, I need to save some of this. Wow, for later. Yeah. yeah, because here, like, you think we eat good? It's like, no, mm-hmm. you know. And so, that food is fresh. Oh, fresh. They probably just good and it. healthy. Yeah. No GMO. So, mm. um, do the vegetables and fruits taste different? That's what everyone tells me. Um, yeah, actually, they they, they do. They taste a lot fresher. They yeah. have a whole lot of chemicals. Yeah. Um, they are trying to push that stuff on Ghana, but you know they're fighting it for right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, things are a lot fresh. Uh. Tastes better. You know, it really gives you energy. Yeah. You know, strength. Huh, people in Ghana. Strength. Yeah, you don't really fall like falling asleep as soon as you yeah. eat that kind of thing. Yeah, not, well, you do, but it's like you know, it, it's okay. It's like you know, when you wake up, you feel strong anyway. I've heard know? that before. I've heard that actually a couple times from other people who've gone there. It's like the food doesn't doesn't want to. You know, a lot of times we eat here and you just want to just fall out on the on yeah. the floor. And oh yeah, it doesn't nap. do that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And it's, like it's not because you're just filling yourself up because you fill yourself up anyway. Yeah, but um, are you trying to say something? Mm-mm. Oh, it looks like you're. Yeah, it has so, a look like yeah, hmm. yeah. So the good well, something, something's right. wrong here in America. That's the no, because our, our food is uh, too processed and too you know not um, fresh. Patrick at the masjid. No, who who's that? The one who has the farm. I don't. I didn't know there was someone at the masjid. With the farm. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there were there were two people actually, but I think there's one now. There's the, the oh, he's gonna be mad because I forgot his name right <laughs> now. One brother had an animal farm. There's the animal farm. Another there's one had a vegetable. And then there was someone local, and there's another brother too, yeah. but he, he actually went to Harvard and studied English and he mm. got into farming. Mm. And he says that one of the issues is you just, people are like growing food without thinking about the nutrients that that particular food needs mm. to taste. And he gave me a turnip. I was like, bro, I 
don't get excited about turnips. <laughs> not eating a raw. I, you know, I, uh, if, I, if it was a regular turnip. dude, I'd be like, dude, I don't, I'm not eating a raw turnip. But yeah. I'm at the mushroom, so I'm going to be like, oh, thank you so much. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you put on your Arabic accent? Put on my oh, thing. thank you, brother. Uh, but, oh, yes. This is Shukran, deep. brother. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And I, I bit it, and I was like, oh, snap. This you bit into a raw turnip? I bit into a raw turnip, and it had... It was spicier than an apple, but mm. it had the crisp of an mm. apple. And I was like, wait a minute. He's like, yeah, that's what, what do you a mean it was spicier. What does that mean? You know how uh, uh, a turnip apple, is spicy? It, it wasn't spicy like a pepper. Tangy. 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 It had okay. A, it had a yeah. burst of flavor. Really? And in his onion, he's like, this is what the vegetables are really supposed to be. I'm yeah. eating the vegetables, and it had robust. He was growing it in Western Mass. He's mm. like, yeah, you got to have good soil. He's like the soil. He grows his, his farm is in an old former riverbed, so it has all that micronutrients. Yeah. Mm. And he he cycles through, and there's also there's a little creek down below in the hills, and it just the soil has is really fertile. Wow. Um, and it just that flavor went in the food. Mm. And I was like, what? The? That sounds healthy as hell, son. Yeah. yeah. I want some of those turnips, bro. My wife eats turnips. I can't. It's not my thing. Just, yeah, it's not something I would eat, but like, oh, I really I'd just rather have a potato, actually. I mean, I just, it doesn't, yeah. And then you eat potatoes, and certain potatoes have no flavor. And yeah, you eat, yeah. You think it's overseas, and it's like, wow, this is really quality. Exactly. Even the soda, even the soda tastes natural. Like the, you know, like the really? sun. the soda Yeah, the, is the, Fanta, the Fanta, the Sprite, it tastes better. You can taste the difference. Like, what the heck? Like, this tastes really good, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, we in the Western world, and it's not, I, I might even say America, but it's also the Western world. We think everything's the best here. No, it's America. It, uh, yeah, they, that, I, and I like think it's too. mostly America. Yeah. You know, the Europeans like, I, like that seem, too, No, but it seems like that, they're, that's the French. I think <laughs> they're a little more cultured about it because there's. Are they snooty as in that thing? I know they are, but it's not like Americans. Like, we really think just like everything America. is stone America. cold, the best. <laughs> everything is the best. Best air, best water. Best apples, best whatever you can think of. And it's best just, democracy. Yeah. It is just not. Yeah. We don't have the best voting. We don't have the best democracy. You know, I mean, that's an, we, we could go on another tangent. I'll take <laughs> another podcast with that one. But yeah. uh, we don't have the best things here. We just don't. We have a lot of good stuff. We have, what we have here is we do have peace a lot. Like, we have freedom and peace, which is, I think, different than most other places. But um, You think I, we have peace? We are not in danger. We are, but we're not. Black people are. We are. Okay. Well, no. We, okay. Let me let me try. Let me rephrase we're, that. This is from before. We're like when we're driving home, we're not getting pulled over by police and getting asked for bribes. We might get shot. <laughs> but I prefer to bribe rather than getting shot. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, like we're not worried about. Uh, uh, Nobody's going to come in. No, the government's not going to come in. In here, and because I'm calling the president an idiot or something, like we have we have that kind of freedom, kind of. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're Muslims, so yeah, 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 there's a little leeway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, we we call the president an idiot constantly on the show. But we're not like, we know the FBI is not, well, I mean. Didn't you they're go, listening. Hey, yeah. guys, how you doing? Um, <laughs> I'm sure they are. But, it's but a little, they're not like, oh, my goodness, these guys need to be taken off. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So we have, American violence is more criminal than it is systemic. Yeah, political, but, yeah. Hey, how about this? Let's take five minutes. Mm -hmm. What in America is better than the rest of the world? What? Our military. Our okay, strength. military is better. I don't give you that. That's up above Tom. I guys. don't think it's necessary, and I think it's all the military-industrial complex, which is completely 
not on the level, but actually, I, I but I do acknowledge every. I think every culture country should have their military in a military a warrior mentality is the normally the guys protecting their home protecting their people yeah. so that idea of vilifying someone else's military is wrong yeah, i agree know, you know it sometimes you'll be in conflict and sometimes you won't but you don't take it personal mm. you know they defending their grandma like i'm defending mine i'll say something about the american military um i have a, a tremendous amount of respect for like the guy I know a lot of people in the military not just you like I literally have like 10 friends who've been in the military I have a lot of respect for what they do because in their minds in your mind you're putting yourself on the line for your country in your head you're doing a very good thing and I can respect that and in fact I think that's very honorable however but here's the rub the American military is uh, so often not being used for the best interests of America. We're being used to institute uh, democracy change in other countries and mm. taking over other stuff. And, you know, I mean, I can't I, I don't even know if like in the last. Let's say since World War Two, I don't I don't know that there's been a war that hasn't have that doesn't have a lot of corruption in it. Mm. You know, when you talk about going over, when you talk about, hold on, let me finish. When you talk about going over to Desert Storm and all that (laughs) stuff, when you talk about the Vietnam War, when you talk about the war on terror, there's so much BS, man. It's just so much BS. And I don't fault you guys, the warriors. I fault the guys on top who are giving you guys orders because they know what's really going on. And so often our military, as strong as it is, is being used for... uh, some nefarious purposes mm. not all the time but a lot of times and a lot of evil happens in um, our name as americans just because you guys are out there doing now i'm not blaming you for that because you guys are warriors but i i just i, just, oh, I think our i think the bosses are are just not good people mm. so this this happens because this is a question i want to get into you about this Skia, mm. is that Government is supposed to be held accountable to the people. And if you don't have engaged citizenry, mm-hmm. you're going to have shenanigans in the government. Because mm-hmm. you can see right now, our government's a little, you know, on, 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 at least in one branch, the executive branch, is off the rails right now. They yeah, haven't some, uh, they got more indictments than the man, last dude. four presidencies combined. They stay bro. in court, bro. They, <laughs> they got more indictments than the organized crime. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, they just in, and for dumb stuff too. But like, bro, you didn't know that was illegal. You can't do that. It's just shameful, like shameful stuff too, bro. Who doesn't know not to lie to the FBI? It's a felony. I don't even want to think about it. Sometimes. Like this <laughs> whole, to be honest, here's the thing. Here's how I go through my life as of the last year. The instant I hear something about Trump, I turn off. I can't. I you got to block it. I, gotta, I can't deal with it. I yeah, can't. sometimes it'll mess up your whole day. Like, I've had so much, like, before Trump, it was like, you know, news. It was like really good news. It was, you know, uh, informative. Man. Even NPR and PBS is just, like, oh, dominating. I'm like, I've had to turn it off for, like, months because, like, literally they have the whole segment on Trump. And, God, and I'm man. like, okay, you know what? I'm done. And, like, comedy is no longer that funny anymore because Trump has ruined it because... Oh, How can man. you make fun of Trump? He, he's already he a doesn't give a damn, son. Exactly. He, he so yeah. after a while, it's just like you know, 
I, I, you have to really, I, I, I watch my Netflix and stuff because I really have to go somewhere See, else. See, I had a disconnect to plan to reconnect. I like that watch, bro. Mm. That's retro, bro. Oh, there you go. I like yeah. that. Going, going old school with that. Yeah. So you got to reconnect because one of the issues, this is how, in other countries, this is how democracy dies. Mm. You get a, death, a person with authoritarian um, proclivities. Mm-hmm. Mm. They do what they, they tend to do. They surround themselves with people who are doing. The, 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 there was a young guy. I don't. I don't know him. I, I listened to the article, so I haven't read his book. But he he was talking about his own book, mm. and in the book he talked about him in the Trump White House and how he he he's a self proclaimed conservative Christian, mm. acting like a hooligan and and doing things he never thought he would do. Mm. Lying. You mean he is or Donald Trump is? No, he himself. Oh, yeah. He's seen the president doing this stuff, but he's seen that the culture was so yep. corrupt, not not corrupt as in paying money, yeah, but yeah, morally yeah. corrupt, that they were always scheming. Yeah. And you have that in some White Houses, but he's just writing like system. This is like the fourth, fifth book coming out of. Yeah. I'm like, that's the culture because the fish rots from the top and yeah. the president sets yeah. the tone of the White House. What happens if you you got to tune it out because there's just so much mess? So much, bro. Well, then you got to step up like, okay, what, what are you going to say? Um, how are we going to, as a country, hold us accountable? Because we can't have another leader like this. This is... You, you know you know what I want to say to evangelical, evangelical Christians right now is like, man, you guys got to like... You guys can't be so vulnerable to someone who says they love Jesus and just believe him. Like, he... Donald Trump, I'm sure he says he's... I'm saying this because those are the guys who really put him in office. Yeah, the evangelical girls, there was like 80-something percent Donald Trump. And it's all because he's he's talking like he's acting like he loves Jesus or something. He well, is. He not doesn't believe religious. in anything. He's not religious. He don't believe in From nothing. his own statements. There is no love for Jesus or Christianity in his heart or anywhere about him. That may be what he... he I remember I saw a, a report, and he said, um, he said in a... He was talking about in one speech, this was before the election, and he was talking about how uh, uh, he goes to a certain church. I can't remember the church that he said he went to. The church came out and said, uh, yeah, no, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't go here. They said something like, oh, he is, he is not a regular or visible member. They said it in a real PC way. Or Which real, is a nice way of saying, yeah, like, he's yeah, been here uh, once. He, doesn't, he came here once for a baptism or mm. something. Like, <laughs> so he is not a Christian. Like, he, yeah. he, if he's a Christian, he's a Christian only in name. And is really that what you want? You know, I'm talking about, I'm not talking to you, Sean. Yeah, I know exactly. Like, that. is that really, you just want someone who just says they're a Christian? Well, what they say. That, you're, just, you're just making yourself vulnerable to So the rationalized that this, this young man, um, young is younger than I am. He wrote is well. We got the judges they want, which is Roe versus Wade, yeah. right? And I'm like, first of all, that's a terrible argument on both sides. Mm. It is you're gonna you're gonna behave in a way that is completely the antithesis to your espoused values. If you're an evangelical Christian, and I've lived mm. in the South, yeah. And oh, so you know them well. Yeah, yeah that's where they the are. The funny the thing Bible is, Bible that Bible 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 Bible. Yeah. they're some of the nicest people when you just interact with them. The yeah. Southerners are nice people. They will look you in the face and they will say, Good morning, how you doing? Da da da. Even with the Confederate flag on the Confederate flag. Really? Yeah. And a gun rack. Yeah. Right, bro? <laughs> it could say, On the truck, it, you mean? With, with the thing saying, Obama's Muslim with an X cross that yep. sucker, right? That dude will stop, even if you must say, Buddy, you, you, you got a flat tire? Let me help you change it. Doom. Yeah. Really? No problem. Wow. They value one-on-one 
relationships huh. that you're caring. And if they know that you are caring, they won't let somebody mess with you. Like if you cool yeah. and you know them, and they be like, oh, oh, you can't mess with me, man. Abdullah, that's my buddy, right? Yeah. And that, that's that's the end of the conversation right there. And that kind of skews people. Wow. But they don't hold that group responsible very well. <laughs> that's one of the things that that's like a legacy of slavery. Yeah, they don't believe in racism or so forth and white supremacy. And, white privilege they just think that's a whole bunch of hogwash it's like yeah. uh, no it's very real yeah. be like can you I hold people, your cousin accountable yeah <laughs> people people think that when when people say white supremacy and white privilege that everyone who um benefits by it is living high on the ho- high in the horse or high in the hog high on the hog high in the hog that's not what that means mm. that just means that you are given the benefit of the doubt because of your white skin or more that's the bottom line you're at the minimum, given the benefit of the doubt when something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And and it goes all the way up to, yeah, I get millions of dollars in contracts and all that other kind I mean, of stuff. that you can uh, but, lie that you're on a Forbes billionaire list so you can get a loan approval and no one checks it? Exactly. That's, I was like, first of all, that bank, that bank, God, and it was man, like, I just, how you approve a loan and not verify? But how he's you, rich. Yeah, let me not check that. You know, like, he must that, be rich. That white privilege. It's just, he's like, <laughs> it was blind. Thing, Bro, you could be a, what's a, uh, um, uh, you could have been Oprah's, you know, Oprah could have gone in there and be like, excuse me, uh, Miss Oprah, uh, can we see those bank statements? <laughs> <laughs> we just want to verify. We want to verify. Uh, do we do it to everybody? Yeah, everybody. Do you? We just need to know. Do you have two billion you. or one billion? You know, because it's really important. It's really yeah. important that we know. It's that. not me. They're they're telling me to do this. I don't even know why they want it, but you know, I gotta ask. It's unnecessary. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but I mean, it, it goes to show you, though, like in terms of what he's able to do and what people like. In the beginning, people were like really dead set against him. Mm-hmm. And those same people that were supposedly dead set against him, it's like they're almost like his buddies. Or oh, some of them actually are his buddies. And so oh, it's, it's all farce, burned, man. But they it's all, all burned him out right now. Yeah, it, yeah so it's become, a uh, to me, for most part, it's become a joke, a, yeah, a game for some of them. A, part of that. a lot of them build their careers off of, off of disliking him or, or, you know, having him come at them. You know, so, I, you know, when you see the certain patterns, so after a while, it's just like, Really, just breaking down, you know, what's BS, and then you know what's truthful. You know, you know what role do people of color play? Because a lot of times, people of color are looking for allies and so forth, and look people for to to help or stand up for us in this um, in this day and age, especially against Trump. But it's like, in the end, you know, as long as they they keep themselves in power and you know they're on top and you know they they don't have to you know live like we live. You know, why so, should they do you? Ha- let me ask you a very important mm. question. Ask you. Do you have confidence in our American elections? No, not not really. Um, on the, all scales or just grand scales? Oh, and just on grand scale. Uh, local elections. I, I realized people uh, I saw that people color women were kicking butt. You oh, know? man. Yeah, they are. You and know? we should support them. Exactly. I had a bro- Muslim brother tell me, like, oh, we shouldn't allow our, our sisters to be on the f- front line like. You know, I guess he's talking about Ilhan and yeah. uh, Rashida Tlaib. I'm like, man. Well, listen, she needs needs a new PR person. Her PR person. Listen, man. For who? Umar? No, Umar. Uh, who, who did the text, um, the tweet? tweet? Was Umar, 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 Umar Ilhan. Because what I saw afterwards how the coverage was. Mm. And what that is, is that's a young office yeah. that hasn't learned to protect your congressman mm. you can't let her take beatings like that unnecessarily yeah because yeah. 
that was a, a quote put in out of context. Yeah, or even context. They're, but they're gonna do that though. Yeah, that's, that, but that's but, your job as the PR person for the office is to make sure your congressman is ready and you out there beating the pavement answering all those questions. Yeah. And it's a new office, so that per, that role and those um, partnerships aren't really set up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were able to edit her and make her look a little harsher yeah. than she was meaning needed to be because she's probably going away to get a vote and that's where you need to have your person hey this is what the congressman meant to say blah 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 let me sit down with you and answer these questions and the congressman comes in and she does she you carve out five you know two five minutes where she's going to have that time she's not rushing mm-hmm. she gets to have come across personal yeah. in that conversation yeah. and then she rolls off that's a pr office and it is irritating to me because you watch other people that you know are horrible yeah. you know yeah and um, and they do well. Um, I had a good pleasure of meeting um, Senator Elizabeth Dole, right? She's a Republican. She was Bob Dole's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, arguably the most powerful female Republican in the United States. Really? Um, Did yeah. I know that? The nicest person. <laughs> I met her on the veterans thing. Mm-hmm. She would stop, talk to you. She's Southern, so she's going to look you in the face. She holds you on the shoulder. She says, oh, yeah, babe. And leans in. And then she goes, oh, that's what you're interested in? Let me call. She calls her person over and brings them to me and introduces and then repeats what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Says, can you follow up this young man? I, I think he's doing some good work. Thank you so much. Do it again. That's how you play. That that was just. She, I mean, she's skilled. She's been doing it a long yeah, time. The, the older senators and the, those, those, those guys really know how to. Um, uh, relate, yeah. You know they There's know how to, can, they know yeah. how. To, well, I'm talking about the older ones. Like I, I, I've heard good things about John McCain too. Um, like these guys who've been in it uh, for like ever. Ted Kennedy was another one. Who's yeah, just I heard Ted was real. Amazing. Like I like McCain because he's Navy. He's awesome. No, I, don't, I mean, I disagree with his politics. That's all you, bro. I disagree with his politics a lot, but like f- as a sailor, the dude was badass. A lot of these dude. guys are like, I mean, yeah, he's got some manly stories, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he all. jumped through. Obama went off next to him, and he walked through the fire, and him and his co-pilot jumped through the flames to the below. I mean, McCain was like the real deal. Like okay. anybody mouthing off to him, McCain, he's like, really? What are you going to do? That, that, like, wasn't he pro? Like a, um, wasn't he like pro? Uh, remember that sheriff in Arizona, Arpaio or whatever? I think he was like pro, pro that guy. He was. He was kind of anti-immigrant. That guy was a total tool, man. And it's yeah, like, he was. He was. Um, he was neutral on that. And that was one of the things where he didn't want to take the political hit, and I didn't agree with him on that. I was like, yo, Arpaio is a. He's a race. He's a xenophobe. And those are the same things, you know. Um, so, well, anyway, um, we're, we're definitely on the same page with a lot of things you want to do. Yeah. So um, what would you do here locally, man? What would you how would you have you had it as a couple years from now? You know, TNDPs, we're kicking our butts. We're going around the world. You're doing how do you see to, as an academic and then you this social impact element that you're going in? What are the, some of the things you would like to see healthy? Because the orange guy, he's going to do whatever he's going to do. Right? Yeah, exactly. And eventually he's going to rotate out. The country will shift back into being like a more. No, well, no, it's only going to get worse from here, bro. You think it's going to go back to normal we, after this guy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we did. I mean, we've no. had that bad presidents before. No, no, not Nixon, like, this. like this, Nixon? Nixon no, no, is no, bad. No, no, no. See, me, look, uh, we didn't have bad presidents. No, we had bad presidents, but this is the worst president along with social media. And social media has changed the game. 
I mean, beyond that, anybody, yes, exactly. Has, has Let me, here, here's the thing about Trump, man. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you. go ahead. No, go ahead. Here's the thing about Trump. A lot of the stuff he's doing is not uh, new, right? <clears throat> no, it's not new. But it's out in the open because of social media. We're getting yeah. a chance as Americans for the first time to see how ugly and dirty our government can be. Can be because most of them don't do this because they no bro a, most of them do do this yeah. no no they do not this bro, is not the case this, the children in the cages was during Obama bro that's a fact the the Syrian invasion was during Obama bro there's a uh, but there's a huge disconnect he, of how the pro, because he doesn't value mm, he, the, the the how the republic works it is it's sort of like a he's running like a TV he, show. he's running it real raw and it's it's nasty. He don't give a damn. He don't, give a di- he don't even care how it look. Yeah, he's running like a, a reality TV show. He's running like a, either way, you're going to pay attention. So yeah. it, it, it's far worse than it's ever been since Nixon. Hmm. But if you look at his administration, he it, has people from the looks, Nixon administration. Look, it just looks worse. No, it, it's I don't really know worse. if it's actually worse. It is. It's, it's fundamentally and structurally worse because he's also eroding. The inst- the, anything that you would use to balance it off, right? Okay, so you're, you're saying uh, the perception is worse. No, no, I'm saying that the, the how it functions, how it works, is it, so. You're talking about the management, the, the not the management and how it, the whole apparatus. It's actually breaking down. It is. He is the the institution. Why is it breaking down? Because they they're either not supporting the people. Or they're supporting under, what people? The people who run these individual organizations. Who's not supporting them? They, there are some of the people who are politically appointed, and then they hire some people. You're getting a lot more people who. We always had a mixture. Let me let me take a step back. Okay. The U.S. You know, you get we got a mixed bag in our federal government. You got good people. You got crazy people. You got zealots all together, and depending, and then each organization gets their institution and they protect it for a while and they move forward. So there's some things that are pro-Muslim. There's some things that are anti-Muslim. There's some things that are neutral. There's pro-Israel. All those are happening concurrently in our government at different levels. Um, And it's always been that way. So depending on the time, you would, different groups would become more powerful. What, What he's doing is weakening the balance of how those organizations worked and as well as the people politically. So we're not talking about the, the talking heads that run their mouth, they're elected. And some of that point, we're talking about the people who go day to day and make sure the mail goes out and make sure that um, the roads are inspected. Mm. And the, because he doesn't value it, he's never paid his own employees on time. That's why he didn't get emotional about paying okay. the federal government on time. So I think you're making a case that it's the country's not being managed properly, and mm-hmm. I would say that you're correct. But that's not what I'm speaking of. What I'm speaking of is foreign policy. All right, the way we're treating other countries and other 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 people, you know, whether they're coming in or going out, that's this is all stuff it's getting a little bit worse but it's all stuff that he's he's taking advantage of things that have happened during Obama and started during Obama I mean, and he's just intensifying it man, and ramping it up he abandoned the Kurds he, he on the no battlefield mm. what'd you say he abandoned the Kurds on the battlefield that's why one of the reasons he's, he has no honor exactly and I that's a that. problem I know you're right <laughs> I, that's that's but that's just him 
But I'm saying the policies and everything around him. Too. The but policies the and around, everything the, around him, yeah. I, they're all evil and dirty too. I think what the, the only thing that has changed is they have zero Fs to give, to yeah. put it in a different... Yeah, there's no... There's they don't no care. Like, they're, they're, just, they're openly talking about, let's go to Venezuela and get their oil, man, because they hey, let's recognize this other guy who just claimed to be the president because we put him in there. Uh, say it's it's like you know the can, the, the gloves are off. Yeah, they right? can lie. Yeah. literally, literally within the same minute and say I didn't say that. I know. With proof saying that they said it, like I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's. Uh, like, oh, I guess that's your hey. perception. I guess. Like, but, uh, I hey guys, Ski is uh, not wearing a watch. <laughs> but look, I see it on him. No, 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 no yep. it's not there. It's not there at all. No. It's not there. He never. He, in fact, cra- he's never worn one. Ever. It's crazy. Ever. It's cra- and then, and then they hear, here's the thing that always drives me mental. Mm. Like they have the gall to be offended. Yeah. That you would call but them that, a liar. Like the who's the, who's the old lady? She's not actually old. She's younger than us. I think she's your age. Uh, you mean the Michelle press Sandler. secretary? Mean, oh yeah, oh, the oh, press secretary. Oh, the press Sanders. secretary. Uh, Sanders. She's yeah. like thirty yeah, two years Sanders. old or something, how right? She looks like she's sixty, right? And she has the gall to be offended that you would call her a liar when she's clearly openly lying. lying. <laughs> It's hilarious. Like I can't, I see, can't, do, I can't do it. I can't do it. See that? That is. That yeah. is. <laughs> that erodes a country because then when people can't, yeah, you don't right. know what to know what to trust. That is the most devastating thing. We're gonna have to like watch slough that off. Like it's mm. like an infect, a really nasty infection. You know, like if your beard here got infected, and you're like, oh yeah, this is. I'm gonna have to cut this thing out. This is not mm. gonna go. But well. this is what I'm saying. This is not just gonna go away when Trump goes away. It depends how the country handles it. A mature country has to be able to tolerate bad leaders. He has given fuel to the angry white nationalist. So they will always, in moving forward, unless we have some kind of civil war, they will have a stronger voice well, than they ever have. But I think, like, for socially, but you're seeing people... People are getting kicked off of planes for behavior that they didn't used to get kicked off. That's of not what I mean, but I'm talking. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. And people then people don't like it. People you're, don't like because it's so nasty that we're like because it's it's the we don't think of ourselves. Most people around the world don't think of themselves. You know, I'm just going to lie and cheat and act like an ass all day. Mm-hmm. People don't like that. You're right about and that. And eventually, if we hit it properly, yeah, you hit a point where you go. I believe in myself and you know my humanity. You're you're you're, you're making me, f- you're making us look bad as human beings. You gotta go, and I think I think we're we're hitting that because at the uh, end of the day, the U.S. is based on Ibrahimic traditions. And no, it isn't. Why do you say that? Well, the, the yeah. U.S. is based on Masonic traditions. That's mm. the root of the U.S. Yeah, and M- Masonic. Came from anyway. Let's not get into old. Masonic is not uh, not Abrahamic. Okay, in a way, it is. Yeah, they the, do copy some. Stuff. They copy some stuff, but that's not where they're going with it. That's where it started with, and it's a totally different thing. Anyway, uh, another, another <laughs> podcast, another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, my point is, what I'm saying though is, what what we're gonna see from here because we've had we have a we've had a long history of effed up evil presidents. I think Obama was probably the least evil and effed up. I don't really. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, I'm just trying to. Uh, first, let's let's just clarify. I I don't think Obama's evil. All right. Why? Because I see his wife, Michelle's a good person, and a good person you can tell by a guy's wife how he is. I don't think he's ill-intentioned. I don't think he's evil. Like there's certain people I think are evil. 
I don't think Obama was evil. I just think he wasn't as hardline as he should have been a bit against some of the policies that America has around the world and, and in our own country. Like, I don't think he did enough for uh, police brutality while under his watch. Crazy stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. All right, this is not just news new with Trump, where we're just getting out here shot for no reason. Because no, no, this, this has been going on for a long time, and I don't think he he was strong enough against it. Okay, I don't think he you know the the kids getting put in cages and stuff at the border that that started under him. This is reality. This is facts. You can dispute if you want to. Look it up. Google it. When did it start? This is all under Obama. Now I'm not saying he said, "Hey, put these children in cages." But he wasn't doing anything to get them out of the cages until after it became public news because Trump just wasn't giving Fs. Like, hey, yeah, put him in cages. He don't care because he's thinking they're all, it's the parent's fault. It's not my fault. They shouldn't have brought him in. Like, that kind of thing came with Trump. But the actual practice started with Obama. So there's a lot of but, things. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. It. it happened in the presidency, but that institution was formed a long time ago. Okay, but he, and it had a culture that was, that was set up. So once... The president doesn't know, and most of us don't know all these different things. If he wanted to, I see what you're saying, bro. Yeah. But if he wanted to, he could have shut that down. Same thing with Guantanamo Bay. And I, I know he had a whole lot of... He, no, he the wanted, Senate overruled him on that one. He put yeah, in the concern, yeah. and the Senate overruled him on that one. He well, that I'm one. just saying, let's say, let's say you think the Senate is going to overrule Donald Trump on some stuff. I don't think it's going to happen that same way. Maybe. They begin, you know, before they were rubber stamping everything he's doing, and now they're like kind of like... Um, this guy is kind of destroying everything I believe in. I don't know. The Democrats aren't aren't as hardline as the Republicans when it comes to getting stuff done. Well, well the, so the Republicans will hardline somebody because they don't like him, and you'll yeah. have the Democrats trying to cooperate. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's I, ridiculous. I think, I think yeah. That's but true. let me just finish. So anyway, Obama. I'm not going to say Obama's an issue, but there's certain presidents who I do feel were evil. But I think a lot of the previous presidents before him were evil. I think George Bush was an evil person. I don't think he was a good person. I know you think you could have a beer with him and all that stuff. He was a nice guy. I mean, that's what they said. Okay, I, no, nice Dick guy Ch- does not mean he's not evil. Uh, Dick Cheney clearly was Dick evil. Cheney is clearly Darth Vader evil. <laughs> yeah. He is evil. <laughs> oh, another okay. level, bro. You, you, he's like, ser- he makes a serial killer look like warm and fuzzy. He's the only person I know who shoots somebody and makes him apologize. No, the dude didn't. I even, know, right? He didn't make the dude apologize. <laughs> the guy apologized on his own volition. I'm no, sorry. I don't think he did. No, because he was that Behind scared. Behind the scenes, I don't think he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's how scared he was. Dick Cheney was that kind of like, yeah, like, like, like zero morality. Like, if if who who just got arrested? One of the big huge um, drug dealers, right? Uh, El if, Chapo. El Chapo. Like El Chapo met Cheney. Chapo would be like. Uh, um, <laughs> Sir, dude, what do you need? What do you need? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they. I, uh, George Bush was an evil person. I think Bill Clinton was an evil person. I think the Clintons are evil. I literally think evil when I see them. Um, Which is interesting. I'm not saying they're not saints by any stretch of the imagination. That's funny, Listen, bro. Hey, you said that because a lot are, of black people thought they were black because they ate fried chicken. And that was chicken. back then, and I think black people were not as politically uh, educated as we are now. I think I think a lot of black, black people regret saying that. Like, oh, Bill Clinton's the first black president. Oh, bro. He's <laughs> not, bro. I remember. Because he was on our. Did you, you? You might be too young, but he was on our senior hall one time. But he did put the, a lot of black no, people in his cabinet. No, that's he, not, he, you remember he, that? Yeah. Oh, he man. was one of the. Actually, his. Um, he his presidency had more, more black people and Latino people, and and then Bush picked it up a little bit. I just look at the way they, what they do in the world, foreign policy. Yeah. The thing, like who they are, the the front fuzzy stuff is nothing. Look, no. We have Ben Carson as a head of HUD. 
He's black, but yeah, that's heartbreaking, bro. He's got our best interest at heart. Man, Ben Carson Hell was no. like one of the guys you'd be like, if you want to be a doctor, like Ben Carson. And this dude is it's okay, Boston. Y'all Sambo can have him, and Coonan. Y'all can yeah. claim him. Y'all can claim him. My dad, my dad's actually a doctor, and he like he has all his books, and he tried to get me to read his books once upon a they time. They were well written, but you know what happened? And my, my dad gave me some inside baseball. He's been growing. He's been spending so much time with um, all those donors kissing his butt, like how great he is. That he's that's the audience that he's listening to, mm. and he's also coming from that po- the not civil rights movement, the generation right after it, yeah. and which is when the generation was like yo, that sold us down the river. Yeah. And now he, and now he's old enough to him. It's like, dude, you've just tarnished your legacy mm. yeah. to coon, not yeah. to coon. He's not even cooning. He's uh, more like he, he is. No, oh, he is. He's, he's definitely. He's cool. too sleepy to coon. I feel like too sleepy. What does yeah, that too mean? sleepy. <laughs> I feel like the cooning. You gotta take some energy. No, no, he's co-signing. He's co-signing on stuff that he is too smart to know it ain't garbage. He knows it's not. It's he not good knows. stuff. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's not qualified for where the business he's in. How are you gonna make him HUD and not make him um, At least Surgeon General? If he was Surgeon General, it would make sense. That no one would be like, like, oh my goodness, one of the best neurosurgeons is a Surgeon you, General. That's why you, 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 you don't make, make a dude president who has no qualifications whatsoever. Because yeah. otherwise, if he had qualifications, you yeah. would know Ben Carson should go somewhere in the medical field yeah. and put somebody else in HUD. But, no, but, but, oh but HUD goodness, is for man. black folks. Urban? Uh, no, that's all they saw. That's all they saw. That's all it was. Black guy, HUD. That's all it was. That's all it was. Terrible. Man, dude. So anyway, I, that that's my feeling. Not to mention the the presidents before Clinton, uh, George Bush, I also think was evil. Reagan, I think was a horrifically evil person, hmm. easily manipulated because he's just he's really just an actor at the end of the day. Hmm. Um, and th- when you look at the reasons why people like him, it's like because he did all this horrific friggin' welfare stuff and he was a hard line right wing and all this stuff. But I mean. Th- these are things that really affected people in a bad way. Hmm. You know, I grew up in the '80s and stuff, so I know I very much remember uh, what it was like growing up in that and the poverty that I grew up with because I was I grew up hella poor bro mm. like ridiculous I grew up squalorous bro had which the, is always with the interesting turn the TV now with the pliers huh you probably yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so this is an interesting thing right so Iman's mom and my wife's mom mm. they they're best friends Okay. And they raised their children together, right? Okay. And but when you they had completely different experiences, although y'all grew up in a no, we didn't. mixed house, different experiences. They're like I don't hear that poverty from you. Maisha was poor as hell. What you, I don't know what she's <laughs> talking. About. Well, here's the thing about Maisha, Shaman's wife. Uh, she had her dad who was doing a lot better than my dad was at that time. So she was she was all right, you know. Um, yeah, and and I think uh, her brother and sister's dad was doing a little bit better than my parents were. So yeah, they may they may have been less poor than us, but they were they were still poor. I mean, if you're living in Crestwood Park, uh, you're not there because you're rich. I mean, it wasn't a rich community, but it, it was like absolutely a, is not. But it was like a, a safer community than what was around it. We just we had a lot of churches around us and old people, so. Yo, that was the safety you of know, that area because people were getting shot everywhere else around yeah, it. Like I drove, I moved to that area in fifth grade, right? Yeah, from the other side of Dorchester. Yeah, and I've been telling for years that was the worst neighborhood I lived in in Boston. Mm. Like, I, yeah, you know, people used to shoot down the street for no yep. reason. 
Like not like, in Crestwood Park, boom, but outside not, of Crestwood Park. Yeah. Outside of Crestwood Park. <laughs> like, yeah. Humboldt and Townsend. Oh man, that's where you get shot. <laughs> like, I was like, when that little girl got shot on the mailbox, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. actually talking to that little girl, and I had just walked around the corner to go to go play, Damn, and she got crazy. hit. Like, and then my parents were like, "Oh, we're moving." Yeah, <laughs> that's like, crazy. Yeah, I heard about the violence here in Boston was pretty bad. I mean, oh, it was, it was bad. I came here in 2011, so it was like to me. It was oh no, oh, twenty eleven man. Yeah. White people jogging at night and all yeah, that. Yeah, so, so I was, I like, was wow, here in eighty. Like, I, I was here from eight, in the eighties, yeah. in the early nineties, and then I moved to the suburbs, which was horrible. Yeah. And then I went to high school in Hartford, Connecticut, and um, um, Hartford was interesting because it's it's more affluent. You know, mm. it has a lot more, but it had a lot of poverty at the same time, and it was very mixed. Mm. But my school had money, mm. so. Um, well, it put money into his gifted program, and I uh, happened to be smart. So I had great experiences that got me into college. But like, I was still on the streets with everybody, <laughs> you know. And I like how you just plugged yourself. Yeah, I was, just, I was pretty smart though. So yeah, yeah I'm a, uh, <laughs> I do good. Day, genius by day, hoodlum by night. Hoodlum by hoodlum well, anyway, by afternoon. <laughs> we're at, we're at, we're at a at, yeah. Me too. There was no uh, night for me. You didn't even know. You didn't even know it was hoodlum. It was just hanging out with the people you knew. They were cool. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, we're at an hour and forty. Let's uh, let's wrap this well, up. Well, let's make here. sure Skid gets his point across. So because we keep interrupting about uh, yeah. <laughs> you know we got we get on this like a little rails. That we get on. Yeah, we tangent a little it. bit. I enjoy we tangent it. Yeah. a little bit. Um, so, so uh, you should be down with us, man, because we have uh, the company that I started to that owns this podcast is called Crestwood Park. Okay, and we're going to be shooting some um, some cool stuff coming up. Okay, so we 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 think we we've been amateur audio engineers for a very long time now. Okay, uh, pretty about about nine. We're months. professional. About nine months. We're pretty professional about professional. it. Professional. We got a lot of uh, actually all of our stuff is actually very professional equipment. Okay, but um, we're gonna be doing some cool things. Okay, I think you're gonna dig it. Okay, yeah, I'm, I mean, are you down to mentor me? Because I, I need mentoring on this. We, I don't we, absolutely. You can call, you can call it mentorship, or you could just call it collaboration, man. Okay. So, uh, so for instance, one of the we we're getting we have a second YouTube channel called the TNDP Institute. Okay, and we're gonna be talking about um, Institute. I like that. Yeah, I know. It's uh, you know we thought it up. You know, I think he I think he said Institute. I had Academy. He was like, Nah, bro, put an Institute, bro. So I was like, like, I like that. It's not, it's not the X Men, yeah. huh? No, no, not quite, not quite. <laughs> but, Academy um, people are expecting like a to get a certificate. So Institute, you could do education and training and professional development and. Um, I got en- we got enough letters behind the names. Okay, people. Yeah, no, we're not bragging though. It's just you know it is what it is. Uh, so <laughs> we um, so we're gonna start shooting some real like we're gonna start shooting some short films. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna make some intro like some just some cool stuff. Like I have these I have all these ideas for like um, when you're on YouTube, check out VinWiki. Vin you'll, you'll see you'll see the type of stuff that we're gonna do for interviews and things like that. But we're gonna make some cool intros for that stuff. We're gonna make some short films about various things because I have a bunch of ideas. Yeah. Um, it's not just gonna be this podcast, and uh, you should be down with us because what we're doing with these uh, videos we're gonna shoot, we're we're showing black people in a positive light. Okay. We're showing Muslims in a positive light. We're showing black men and Muslims and all these good things in positive lights and we're mm. trying to make things uh, just trying to do our own thing and, and stay in our interest because it's also fun stuff you yeah. know, I just want to do we're, cool stuff we're not man. trying to like gloss it over and make everything look rose colored glasses and yeah. every, like there's no problem and no pain want to be real but where you could joke around but no cooning and there's a no huge Conan. Zero. no Conan zero, zero, zero Conan. Conan like why was Black Panther so dope you tell me 
I mean, where do I begin? I mean, Killmonger was, 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 was one. I, I feel bad because I love, I grew up on uh, T'Challa, you know, yeah. Black Panther. But after, me too, yeah. Killmonger was, I ended up, after that movie, Killmonger was my dude. That's like, my guy, bro. I'm yeah. like, That's my guy, like, bro. He's saying what I'm saying. Yes, you know, yeah. Minus, you know, abusing other women and stuff like that. Yeah, but don't kill that, your girlfriend, but yeah, other than exactly. that. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm like, come on, T'Challa, why aren't you like that? But anyway. But, um, well, Killmonger was angry because he grew up in this space. Yeah, but it was, it was sci-fi, black sci-fi. Though. Yeah. And I there mean, was no niggas in that movie. Name one. There wasn't one in that whole movie. No coon. No yeah. coon. Yeah. No No, no comic relief crazy dude who can't believe his eyes kind of stuff. Like that kind of just, <laughs> the, like no, like no weak dudes, man. Yeah. Only coon that was there was white dude. That was it. Who's coon? Uh, I know who you're talking about. Um, uh, the one he played, a CIA agent. No, that no. guy. Look, and that's like, another. That's one thing I did not like about that movie. The CIA is not our friend. But see, they had to stick that in there. I know, I know they did. I know. That I, was, get that was, I get it. That was a real common motif, even in black exploitation movies. Like, I know. Yeah. Where the guy would like, I'm gonna stick it to the man, but I work for the CIA. But like, the CIA <laughs> is the freaking man, bro. The CIA <laughs> is. I like to call them commercial interests of America. They are not in the really? best interest. I call them. I call them central intelligence assassins. Well, yeah, they do. Uh, well, we used to they, assassinate they people. Like, do, they do. They work at the behest of bankers and corporate owners. They. It's not like mm, they're working on the benefit of. They will America. put them down too. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, if they don't pay, but it's they're, they're part of. They they work for like a cabal. Basically, government agencies such as Mossad, CIA, MI6, just they're in their own world. They do whatever they got to do, and it's dirty. That's all I got to yeah, say. But, it's dirty. Yeah, they're intelligence groups. They have a they have a different. They don't come from the war mentality. They're they're spies, and they do. I think they do. Come from the war, they do come from the war mentality. They come I mean, from. They don't come from the warrior mentality. They come oh, from, warrior! Yeah, they, they're like espionage, intelligence. Yeah. intelligence. Yeah. 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 So they do things that. They they will chop off the the, the pinky finger to yeah <laughs> a five year old yeah. so but anyway that that was the one yeah. thing I didn't like about that movie because yeah. they they try to act like oh we're in this no man no, they yeah. Are but yeah not, it was weird but that was but that was true friends. in the comic but that's that's from the yeah. comic yeah yeah but anyway um do you have any final words uh, you'd like to speak on um you can tangent on it too <laughs> hey what's your podcast Askia uh the Askia Hanson podcast it's a new podcast uh started last year mm. um, it was an experiment and now developing into more of a professional mm. uh, thing um, I'm pretty much like you all trial and error mm-hmm. um, looking on getting uh, equipment so I'll look out for a GoFundMe page uh, link because I will be doing that so I can start getting better equipment and so forth you know what you could do we could produce your podcast and you could use this stuff Okay. If you, um, I mean, you could just use it. Like, let's. When do you when do you record your podcast? Uh, well, I wanted to start doing it um, either every week or every two weeks. Uh, you should because, do it every week. Okay, every week. Yeah, that's the you best. You need enough touch points. Okay, yeah. or or like do or just like uh, you know, record a bunch of uh, episodes and then release them every week. Could do that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. We if you'd like to be on Crestwood Park, we could produce your um, podcast and you can use this stuff. Okay. Uh, we don't charge anything. You know. Yeah. We'll just put you under our roster. Uh, we will get to a point where when we have some money, yeah, there will be charges. Okay. But we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, years down the road. We'll talk later. Look, about people, that. Yeah, we are building a media we're, empire. Exactly. We're building a <laughs> podcasting YouTube channel empire. And um, we I'm actually still, none of this stuff has gone up. We've recorded like five or six podcasts. We haven't put it up yet. But when it goes up, that's when we're... That's when things are really going to grow because you, you'll find a lot of podcasts. They'll have more views on their videos than actual listens. So people actually watch podcasts. Yeah. 
more than they actually listen to podcasts. But you don't want to suck when you're on video. No, yeah. So you so. want to perfect it on audio first. Yeah, people are more forgiving audio. audio. Exactly. But um, so I'm sorry. Did you have any final words? I, um, I just interrupted you there. Um, I'm, I mean, right now my final words would be um, I'm just looking to really um, I'm really liking this, this this century. I guess you could say because it really. Uh, is empowering young yes. black children yeah. and young Muslim children. Um, yes. So I want to continue with that and really educate and really plant the seeds mm. um, and hopefully not get corrupted by money because I know money can corrupt. Um, so if I can you know, do that and really um, blend the, the scholarly with the entrepreneurial, you know, and you know, that would be great. I'm looking uh, forward to see how that looks, man. Yeah. yeah. So. Nerd to me is just like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, so. You're going to be hitting them up for some data. Yeah. So I, I I enjoy this, Shukran, for bringing me on. Yeah, you're, you're, um, you're going to be a good member of this team, bro. Yeah. I know you haven't even said yes to it, but you're going to be on the team. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we like, conscript. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody we, we comes on into TV. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Askia Hansen. Wasn't there a middle name, too? Yeah, Aqua. Aqua. Aqua, how do you spell yeah. that? So A-C-Q-U-A-H. A-C- Aqua. Say it again. A-C-Q-U-A-H. A-C- I like that. It has to do with the water. That's a dual oh, aqua, like that. Yeah, kind of, okay. yeah. So, I like that, bro. That's yeah. dope. That's good. Yeah, that's just, you just use that as your first name. Yeah, that, it's a family last name. It's uh, in Ghana. We have a, and especially different region. We had that's our original last name. You yeah. Know, when everything started, however, when Europeans came, for some reason we changed it to Hanson. Um, so aqua is your last. Is, is, is our, our family last name? Yeah. So is it aqua Hanson? Aqua is our African last name, and Hanson is our European last name. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, yeah. Askia Aqua Hansen. Uh, it's been a <laughs> pleasure you. talking with you about uh, Star Trek and um, Ghana mm-hmm. and some other things. I can't remember we, everything. We've rolled sci-fi into yeah. Africa. Yeah. Definitely. African sci-fi. African Definitely. sci-fi is coming down. So uh, he, he's, he's basically going to uh, do media and clothing uh, to, um, to, uh, as an entrepreneurial endeavor uh, to uh, help with... Um, because uh, it's, it's a social, but it's a On the social media aspect. It's like, yeah. but there's a okay. social impact element. So that's like clo- that's the vehicle to make the connection. Yeah. Yes, and but they're they're really going to get the and, and really and really dealing with the dias- African diaspora, you know, because the African diaspora is where everything goes anyway. Because while they have Africa, yeah. the African diaspora is bigger than Africa. So yeah, absolutely you know, right. Start there first, and then pick it in Africa. All right. Any final words, Shimon? Biz. Biz. <laughs> hey, I'm enjoying these conversations, man. I think so. We're going to go across. Our goal is to go across Africa and mm. and the diaspora mm-hmm. and talk to our people Absolutely. and put and, and put them using using this media, this lens, this media directly. No, and we don't have to. Yeah, boss. No more, man. <laughs> no. I'm done with that. And uh, that, that's the whole point of our doing business in Africa series. It's been a hugely popular uh, series in our podcast. Um, uh, we want to reconnect with Africa on all parts. I have no idea where I'm from in, from in Africa. I would love to know. Mm. All right. But at the basis of everything that happens in the world because of capitalism is economics. And uh, that's a good way for us to relate. So even if we can't stand in each other, yes. uh, everyone likes to make money. Mm. We all like to take care of our families. Um, and there's ways to do that in a mutually beneficial way, respectfully. And, um, that's what that's what the goal is of the, of this podcast to help bring people because a lot of black people are just at the root of it 
there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of like people saying bad things oh I don't like Africans or I don't like black people but really it's just fear at the end of the day like, mm-hmm. what are you scared of you know we uh, as African Americans a lot of African Americans are scared of Africa because they think it's all poverty and bugs and diseases. I'm just being real. Yes. This is just real. This is what it is. Hey, I got called African booty scratch as a kid, so I know. Oh, yeah, I remember it's that. Like, the, come on, man. That come was on. the biggest so, insult, but like, oh my goodness. So anyway, uh, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. Mm. We're trying to bring a, bring bring some unity between us. Mm. All right. Okay. Thank you for joining us, uh, not dumb podcast listeners. Mm. Um, it's been a pleasure. One. One. <laughs>